0: And welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. It is a beautiful, sunny, really nice, almost spring-like Monday morning here in central Ohio. And I don't know about you, Craig, but that
1: is making me excited. Yeah, it's really good. Um, It's like I just checked the temperature. It's like 46 degrees. The sun is out. The sun is shining. The birds are singing. You're frolicking. It can't get much better than that. It's true. No, I took the dog
0: out this morning. And it was like, oh, listen. To, he was like looking around like, what is that? The birds were going crazy.
1: Okay, let me back this up. Thanks for changing the subject, but um frolicking, frolicking. I saw you I frolicking across the parking lot. Bro. I tried changing the subject. You were trolling subject. and jumping, and he was leaping. I'm like, is that is that a frolic? It was a frolic.
0: I yeah. thought so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It was like, wow, spring is in the air. <laughs> it's true. It is nice. It, I'll have to be honest. Did you see, is it Thursday? I'm going to the 70? Yeah. And then did you see Fridays, like 35? <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping by that time I'm either gone on to the next life or Jesus <laughs> returns. I don't know, but, um, right. I know. So, uh, but yeah, so the weather changes awfully nice and you can, you can, uh, you can smell it in the air. It's not, it's not like it doesn't have that, you know, Wintery. For sure. Feel to it. For so.
0: sure. Do you know what else you can smell in the air as you walk through the hallways here at RCC? Well,
1: I know exactly what you can smell in the air. The hall here, the main hall here at RCC mm-hmm. is uh, coffee. Um, we had somebody give us some coffee and, um, it was actually, um, Allison Clark gave us coffee. Yeah, And, uh, the coffee is, it's
0: called Seven Weeks Coffee. I love that. At the top, it's, um, their kind of logo. There's a heartbeat. Um, and um it is a, a coffee that is designed and, and made to support pregnancy resource mm-hmm. centers all across um, the country, I believe. And how much goes to the uh, other bl- – f- Don't quote say- me. Allison told me, I think she said 10% not of their
1: profit – but of their sales goes to support pregnancy, pregnancy resource, resource centers. centers. Good, uh, that's awesome. So yep. the, the, they call it Seven Weeks Coffee mm-hmm. because at seven weeks uh, a baby is about the size of a coffee Correct. bean, yep. and so that's why it's called Seven Weeks Coffee. So yes. um, really good coffee, very and good coffee. Yeah, if you guys uh, want to join us for a cup, just give us a email or a um, text, and we'll we make more. some coffee. You can come in and have coffee with us. So I don't know if you can hear it, but we got more. Yeah, there that's all. Is. And we got another. Uh, there's another bag. There's a. Yeah. So the this bold one is this the, is
0: called the. Faith blend it's a dark roast and there's another it's Very Christian like the very, Faith blend. Yeah. yeah. The other that's one what is we talked about yesterday. That's faith, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the other one
1: is called Life blend and it is a medium roast. I like the dark. Yes. And um got my got my coffee poured down in the kitchen. And I opened up those little creamer packs. (laughs) The little and I stirred it and I looked in there and and I was like, Oh bro, look in there. My cream had had, chunked up at the top. It had floaties. Yeah. It looked like um it looked like something had a wreck in there. So I was like, okay, um I dumped it and started all over. So but I'm good now. Yeah. Good now. Good deal. So how's it going with you? It's been um, good. Oh, yeah. I mean, vacations and, you know, traveling, okay. and vacations. Let and me tell you about the vacation. Fun times and vacations. It was fun
0: times. So we went to Chapel Hill. So we drove last Sunday Great after Great story. Church. Okay, now, yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Faithfulness. Like <laughs> no. So we left at after service last Sunday, drove to Virginia, um, watched literally half of the Super Bowl drove from my sister's house to my mom and dad's during halftime because right. no one wanted to see that debacle and um I, I know my dad like was like who is that doing the halftime show Because who was it it was rihanna i don't know who that but is. but the commercials leading up to it he was like it looks like something off of a dr seuss movie or something I and it did it. like yeah. she had crazy hair like looked like medusa or something but <laughs> can't we just be normal
1: i mean It's like the movie where the where uh, what's the movie where they split the quadrants up? um, The Hunger Games. This like the Hunger Games. I mean, that's like what's the name of the city in the Hunger Games?
0: Come on, man! Last time you talked about the Hunger Games, I went home and like binge watched all of them. (laughs) But am I right though? Yes. She's
1: dressed like they do in that city, and they and they're performing. And this is like the Hunger Games. I mean, bro, Mm -hmm. we're 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 literally. We're <laughs> literally four or five years away from being broken up into quadrants. He, he, you may not be wrong. I
0: yeah. think I might be So sorry. anyways, back to my story. So yeah, we okay, went to sorry. Mom and Dad's. We stayed there overnight. Um, we left Monday morning, drove to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, home of the University of North Carolina Tar Heels. Okay, um, Walked around campus some, got to see... That went out had uh, an early dinner, and then we went to the Carolina Miami basketball game in the Dean Dome on Monday night of last week, where Carolina started out in the good in the Dean Dome, Dean the Dean E Smith Center. Okay, and um, you know one of the greatest college coaches of all times, not like Rupp Arena. I mean they're they're both named after great coaches. I will give you that. Yeah, I will not true. argue right. yeah, with good. that. Um but anyway, so yeah, it was a good game, game up to halftime and after that the Tar Heels decided not to play and and it was um it was a disappointing ending but we had a great time. The kids had a blast. That's good. That's really good. It was Jordan's birthday present but you could have
1: like watched them and could have swore it
0: was Kennedy's birthday present.
1: Really? She was cheering and I told her it's like But let's let's be honest. No matter what you do, isn't it all about Kennedy? Or she thinks it's all about. She thinks okay, it's all about her. Go. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, she gets that quite honestly, though.
0: I'm not I'm sh- just saying. I'm not sure what you mean there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so we <laughs> left, um, p- pulled out of the parking garage around 10 p.m. Oh Monday my night, gosh.
1: and I pulled into my driveway at 5:20 Tuesday morning. Now, if that was me, I would. St- Recuperating till twenty twenty eight or something like that. I could not recoup from that, bro. Right? I, I, I guess that's where my age kicks in. Now I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I guess you and I have you recouped? Just, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I only got like four and a half
0: hours of sleep. Got up, took them to school Tuesday. Mm. Was dragging Tuesday, but after a good night's sleep on Tuesday night, I felt much better.
1: Wow. That's crazy. Well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. Safe Thanks. trip. It was good. Glad you didn't, uh, you know, driving in the middle of the night. That's weird. It is weird, but it's good. Yeah. Because less traffic.
0: Oh my goodness. Like I passed so many rest areas and, and the, the amount of tractor trailers that were lined up sleeping. I was like, you guys sleep cause I'm trucking on. Exactly. Like there were no tractor trailers on the road. It
1: was awesome. Yeah. That's awesome though. Well, good. But, I'm glad you guys had a good time and, uh, went well. And so that was good. You guys, um, that's, always fun to do that and you know go do something like that that you're especially a team that you enjoy right so. exactly well and
0: it's yeah it's just just a good time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and like i said they lost but we still we still had a blast good time as a family just That's a good a quick quick turnaround but yeah. i apologize to anyone that missed the podcast last week for all four of you
1: <laughs>
0: so just
1: kidding. Exactly. There's like six of them, I think. Eight. Eight. Nine would be better, but anyway. Right, exactly. <laughs> so how about you? How's your week been? Uh, it's, it, you know, actually, um, honestly, it, it was fine. Um, just, just okay. Yeah, it was yeah. fine. And, um, you know, and that, and that's, that's, that's good. Um, it was, um, you know, you, it's like any week you have. It's like you got really good things, right. and not so good things. i been there, um, yeah. But, um, no, it was, it was good. I ate at the Dirt Dutchman on Friday and that was fun. and... Um, you know, just thought your parents were in and your mom said, Oh, we could have gone with you. And I, I thought you guys were doing something Friday morning. So that's why I never said anything. So I should have called them because there's always a good chance that Willie might buy. It's true. So Der it's Dutchman true. is always better when your dad buys. I don't know. The ta- the it? food tastes better. It, it digests better. I don't know why it's so good. Is that what it is? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I tell you what the Der Dutchman has that's on their breakfast buffet, which is unbelievable. And you know what I'm going to say? their grits grits yeah their grits are so good and i love grits if you like grits this is the place to get grits these are true bona fide grits right so
0: so i sent a snapchat out as we began so did you um Mm -hmm. i got a response back yeah from molly nauman who listens weekly okay i would say religiously but should we say that i don't know that's That's maybe sacrilegious i I don't know and she said what's
1: going on with your hair I was just getting ready to ask you. He, he just brushed his hair up and I was, and I was like, what is going on over there? It has like static electricity in it and it's like falling like in slow motion and that's, uh, my hair has that effect. You got that fair faucet look. <laughs> you don't even know who fair faucet is. Yes, do okay. I do. You're like one of Charlie's angels. Over there. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. She sent me one too. I said podcast and she just put yay. So, yeah. Thanks for so listening. Molly, Molly, what's going on with my hair is I did not put any product in it. Wow. It is bad. I just got the
0: picture. Right. I threw a hat on. Um, there's a possibility that I may be getting my
1: hair cut in just a little bit. We thought about, I thought about, uh, we thought about podcasting why I, why I cut Brandon's hair and, um, but we didn't do that. So we may gain listeners. We might or lose some. Um, that might happen too. So,
0: but. But no, it's, it was a good day yesterday. It was really good. Um, it
1: was a, um, yeah, it was a good day. We're weird and good at the, all weird at the same time. Weird and good. Yeah. Yeah. Strange and wonderful. All at the same time. Right. But Yeah. No, it was, we had,
0: uh, so, big so crowd. Huge. Big crowd. Yeah. Like we were packed. Upward Sunday, but I don't know that there were any families here that were I mean, not we were, regulars.
1: I mean, we were, we were mid 300s, like 340 something. 340 yeah. Maybe? Made at 340. I, yeah, I think okay, on the dot. So, um, that's crazy. Yeah, oh, we were packed in that room. Both both, both services were, but it was but
0: hot in there. The second hour, it I was thought. a little warm. But I think the great thing about that is you can feel a difference in the energy and in the responsiveness of people when the room is full. When the room is full, both services, like normally, because you and I have commented on this. You actually said it yesterday. Second service is always, you know, dismal, and, and they were
1: and, more and, into it yesterday than they have been a long time. They were responsive. Yeah. It was awesome. But the first, <laughs> here we go. I uh, know you go, go. This was awesome. Okay, so we have two services. We have the first service. We have the second service. And what you, if you don't come to the first service <laughs> yesterday, something happened that has not happened to me ever. And um, in um, March, um, I went in the ministry in March of, of, of nineteen eighty four. So thirty nine years coming up. Never had this happen to me. It was one year before entire, I was born. I know. Never had this happen to me in my entire life. So there you go. There you go. I am. You want me to get it? You want yeah, me to take go it? Go for it. So Craig, Craig was talking about routine.
0: And he was like, you all, everybody has their routine, right? You've got your morning routine. A lot of times it starts the night before. He said, you know, you, you get your coffee grounds in the coffee pot. You get the co- the water in the coffee pot. You set your timer on your coffee pot. He was like, you lay your you know, clothes out. You lay you your know? clothes out. And you hit your
1: snooze. Cause you're complaining on hitting your snooze five times exactly. or 20 times. Exactly. Or...
0: And then he says, you know, you get up, you have your breakfast. You get, you know, you get dressed. You take your shower. You, Reverse your, that, I guess. Yeah. He was like, But you 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 know, you brush your teeth. And he paused, he said,
1: I hope all of you brush your teeth. And we had and then I went on and then some little girl, uh her name was Mary How she's, old was she? Oh she's probably four or five. Four or five. Okay, we're you gotta realize we're twenty-five minutes into the sermon mm-hmm. and she says she says, I did. She raised her hand and went, I did. And so I heard that and I started going on and I stopped everybody and everybody chuckled. started chuckling. And I said, and Glenn Smith was down there, I said, was that Glenn Smith? And then everybody started laughing again. I don't know what happened. You lost it. I lost it. I could not. I. You guys ever been like in a, you're at a funeral, you're at church, you're at some place that you shouldn't be able, you're not supposed to laugh. That was me yesterday. I was starting to laugh. I could not pull it together. I mean, I don't know how long it went. It seemed like forever but it could have been more than a minute but it was about a minute but yeah so
0: you were a minute and 47 seconds over so really you were less than a minute over because it took you a good minute to collect yourself like you were trying you were laughing but you were trying not to just explode
1: oh at one point i thought i'm gonna have to walk around by the tv and shut the mic out and just let it go because i was right? like i can't I, I i was trying to hold it and i would start try to start and i couldn't get started and so i backed up again and then you told me this morning you were like you're gonna to have to give me a minute yeah you were like you're gonna to have to give me a minute i'm gonna need a minute i'm gonna need a minute and uh
0: the only thing that that i was really disappointed about that whole thing right yeah. there is that that was first service and if we don't have it on video oh my gosh that i would have that would be on facebook today oh my god that section would be on facebook right now thankfully it was not
1: so yeah <laughs> So if you but missed first service, you
0: missed out on the chuckle there.
1: Totally, totally different, uh, totally different uh feel on that. I just I could not believe it because I um Anita said after church people were coming back to her because Anita was back in the kids, you know, kids area and they said, Oh my goodness, Craig, you know, lost it and you know started laughing, couldn't get control. And she's like, Well, it's not like him. I don't know how you know, I don't know what happened. It just the entire thing. And yep. then I would try to not laugh and then everybody in the crowd was laughing and then you, that would make me laugh and then I'd stop and they'd keep laughing I was like You started my-. to talk like three different times. Did I really? I can't even yeah. I was so
0: Yeah. And then finally when you did collect yourself, you looked down at your paper and you were like, Where, where was I even at Where was at?
1: I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that was great. But but here's the truth with that and we've talked about this and we've talked about it before because Kennedy has made comments before in the middle of your sermons. Mm. And she's been like on her iPad or something sitting there. Yep. Kids listen.
1: They do listen. You know, I, I mean, just, I,
0: parents, grandparents, whoever you are
1: out there, we've got to watch what we say because exactly. kids are listening to exactly. everything. So it was other, other than that, uh, but every, that was the big conversation after the first service. Right. Uh, people were like, Oh, I can't believe, you know, that was awesome. That was great. And, uh, um, then people who were coming in were like, what happened during the service? Right. You know, what was going on? It's like, Oh my gosh. So exactly. I don't know, but, um, I got through it. Got through it. It was good. good so service. with even with all of that, I was barely over. You were, but the second service, I was like almost five minutes over, four minutes and something. I saw what it happened. What you I don't do? Know. I didn't do anything. Had
0: to do something. It wasn't. It me. wasn't. I think you uh, you went off the, the road a little bit. Did, did I? I? You you went off road. Maybe. Yeah. But Maybe. it was good. So yesterday we talked about we were. Um, Ian, what is that? Love, joy, peace, patience, kind of. It's week seven. Yeah, we got week, week eight, eight. seven. We've got two week more nine, weeks to go. High. I can't believe that. Um, on the fruit of the spirit. And uh, this is faithfulness. Faithfulness, and, yes. And you, and you talked about, I think, last week how, you know, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, they all kind of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you feel like they might be very similar. Right. But I love just how you're breaking them down individually because they they have some attributes, I think, that are the same. Right. Right. But they're not the same. They're not the same, and, yeah. you know, and there's a reason for that. You know, the the Bible is the Holy Spirit inspired Word of God, right? And so that verse is in there for a reason. Every single nine of that, every aspect of the fruit, all nine aspects of the fruit are there for a reason, right? And so I love, you know, just being able to break this down and being able to break faithfulness down. But you and I were talking before we started here. And, and the truth is, is that as you look at every aspect, every bite, I love that. You, you talk about how the fruit of the spirit's not a bunch of different fruits in a bowl. It's one fruit and every bite you take is a different aspect of the fruit and you have to ingest it all. It, it all should be part of our Mm -hmm. life, not just, we don't get to pick and choose. It's like, yeah, I want grapes and oranges, but I don't like, you know, whatever else. Um, and, and so, but you and I talked about before of how, you know, all of these fruit, Jesus is our guide. Exactly. You know, it it seems like it would be so much more difficult to understand, but if we want to really look at love and what love really looks like, look at Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. We want to look at joy look at Jesus
1: well that was the thing you and I were talking about before we went on I said I feel kind of like um the every uh the whole series is kind of repetitive because we start off the first point let's define you know what faithfulness is right and then let's go number two what's the example of faithfulness and it's Jesus every time that we've right. used and then um third how do we demonstrate you know faithfulness or whatever topic we're talking about when it comes to the fruit right um so I feel like I, I I feel like I took the easy way out, but I kept thinking, well, we have to know what each of these mean, right? Right. right. And what better example, because we're all supposed to be Christ-like. I'm not going to be like Christ because I'm not perfect, but I'm supposed to be Christ-like. So what, who's the best example? Be Jesus Christ. I mean, I could pick Paul, I could pick, Mm -hmm. but you know, they're still, they're just like you and me. They, you know, they're not perfect. Exactly. And then we all need to, you know, what, what do I do? How do, how do I demonstrate this in my life? So, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, we talked about, you know, faithfulness and what faithfulness was and what faithfulness is. And, um, you know, there seems to be a lack of commitment in, in, in our culture. Mm-hmm. You know? Nobody stays faithful to each other anymore. For sure. I mean, you, I mean, I said, how many times have you seen somebody, uh, you know, work at the same company now 25 or 30 years and they retire with a gold watch or, sure, right. you know, people stay married for, for a lifetime. And, um, mm-hmm. I like, um, even when it comes to church, um, you know, um, people, they think they're faithful. But they're not really that faithful, yeah. you know, and, the, because, and then you hear comments like,
0: wow, I'm just so burned out, you know, exactly. And, and you talked about it. You said, you know, someone who serves once a month right. for every month, that's 12 times or 12 times, 12 a, times year. a year. And they're like, Oh, I'm so burned out. And then you read this quote from Leroy Lawson. This is good. He said, how can people be so burned out when they have
1: never been on fire? That is a good qu- quote. I mean, Ouch. that's, that's awesome actually. Yeah. Yep. And, um, and I agree with him. Um, we talk about burnout, but are we really burnout? Are we just, are we just not faithful? Are we just not holding up to the, to what we're supposed to do? So I read Galatians 5, 22 and 23 again. And the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And then I haven't read this verse for a couple of weeks. So I decided to read it again. Galatians 5, 25, which is just a few, you know, one verse down. And this is a key. This is the key. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Yeah. So, tell me if, if I'm not correct. Um, is could that be a two or three week sermon series right there? Just that second half Just of that. that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, my goodness, there's at least two weeks right there. Yeah, because the truth is, is that a lot of times we think
0: we know better than God. Exactly. And so we try to do things on our own. We try to do things on our own until we, we get to a dead end and it's like, God, where are you? You know, right. it's like, well, guess what? You got yourself uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. You know, we should follow the spirit. And I love how that's worded in the NLT. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so if we are living by the spirit, then let us follow the spirit's leading in every part, not exactly. some. Not all when
1: we feel like we need it, but all the time, every exactly. part of our lives. Yeah. Um, I... I I started talking before we got into all this just about how God is faithful to us. He's trustworthy. His promises are true. He's always yep. faithful to us and what God says he's going to do. He always does. And, and it always comes out that way. And, and I said, we can always see God's faithfulness, um, in everything. I and I, I think I said in both services, I, even when the snow's blowing, you can see God's faithfulness, you know, I mean, I hate to admit it, but, but you can see that because Absolutely. of the changing of the seasons mm-hmm. and what they're, they're, it's always there. And so I riddled off a few things yesterday where you could see the faithfulness of God and, um, I talked about, you know, you can see, you know, when it rains, the sun comes out. What do you see? You see a rainbow. Yep. And so you can see the faithfulness of God there because uh, what God has promised and his promise. I kind yeah. of. You know, went off just a few minutes, you know, 30 seconds or so saying, you know, the culture, the LGBTQ, the gay community has hijacked the rainbow symbol. But that that's not what that symbol means. The right. symbol literally means that um, God said he would not destroy the world with a flood again. It was a seal of a covenant. Yeah. I mean, so was... I, I I think I said it's time to take the rainbow back yep. and put it back to where it needs to be. Um Genesis 9, 13, it says, I've placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is a sign of my covenant with you and with all the earth. The covenant yep. is from here till yeah. ever, it's, it's yep, not going to give. Hey, oh, right. by the way, uh, the gay community wants this. So no, 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 no. Right. God said it's a covenant. It's going to be um, a covenant. So I mentioned the Bible. I mm-hmm. you know, God's word is truth. And so he, his faithfulness is found there. And also mentioned the church, um, that, you know, the faithfulness is there, communion. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. we're going to be taking communion here today and you can, you can see God's faithfulness that, that he sent Jesus Christ to die for our sins. And, and the Bible says that if we, you know, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. So there's a lot of things about God yes. and that's just a few tiny things. I mean, cause am, am I not right that we could have sat there for hours and talked about the faithfulness of God? Oh, absolutely. The faithfulness of God. So I right, said, so let's start off and let's um, define faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And, this was the definition that I landed on because I really liked it and it was very simple. Yep. And the and it was this: to follow through with a commitment regardless of difficulty. And I take that to mean whether I like to or not. Yep. How hard it is. Faithfulness is love hanging on. I like that. I like that. I like yep. that a lot. Basically, faithfulness doesn't quit when the going gets tough. It's yes. going to go when, in spite of misunderstandings and things are not right, and faithfulness is going to happen even if I don't understand Mm -hmm. I'm going to remain faithful. If I God, I don't understand what's going on here, but I'm going to keep going, being faithful to you. Um, I'm having trouble in my marriage and and I, and it is bad, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to remain faithful to my spouse because that's a covenant that I made before God. Absolutely. And I took vows um, before God. Um, But I, I, I briefly mentioned this um, yesterday and I'm going to talk more about it this coming Sunday uh, because you know we're talking about the woman with the well this Sunday, so we were talking about worship. But I mentioned that our faithfulness to God uh, should be present in how we yes. praise and glorify God. Yeah. Because am I? I don't know if I said it both services, but am I right about this that our top priority of the day is to glorify God? Yes. If we're glorifying God, everything else comes into check. So if I think the top priority of the day for me is to feed my kids or to go to work or to get the, run my kids to soccer practice or baseball practice, that's my, no, no, no. My top -hmm. priority for my day is to glorify God and to praise Him and to worship Him. Right. Everything else comes in after that. Am I right?
0: Yeah. And you said, you know, it just doesn't happen for one hour a week on Sundays. No. You know, as a matter of fact, and we've talked about this before, you know where I stand on this, but Sunday, should be a culmination of our week of the worship leading up to Sunday. We get to join together with each other as the body of Christ on Sunday. But worship takes place when we're alone by ourselves in our car. Worship takes place. And I'm not talking about singing. Right. It's our attitude. It's our actions. Sometimes it's singing. Mm -hmm. It's our responses to things that take place in our Mm -hmm. lives. Um, You know, but worship takes place when we're at home and, and our, you know, kids are, Dragging their feet, not doing their homework, and we know they need to get it done. Not exactly. that that ever happens at my house. No, um, but you know, worship is a a lifestyle. You know, we talked about Romans twelve one. You know, you know. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. And then then he says, this is your spiritual act of worship. Right. He didn't say, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, sing songs to God all day long. No, he said, offer your bodies as living sacrifices. Everything you do, mm-hmm. your body is not yours. Exactly. God's. And so when you're driving down the road and someone cuts you off, you know, something I've been working on because I know that when, when I get frustrated and I beat my horn at somebody or I yell, it's like, that's
1: not worship. Right.
0: Everything we do can be, if we choose to, it can be an act of worship. So
1: the cultural saying, my body, my choice goes against God. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Cause it's not your body, your and it's body. not your choice. As spiritual living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. So it's not your body, and it's not your choice, right? And this is the problem with the culture and even the Christian community. We we fail to follow the Word of God. And when you've got um, you know high profile ministers that are saying you know the Bible you know is really not what it is supposed to be, oh, gosh. Um, and you got they got a lot of following. They're they're tainting a lot of people's um, you know ability. Because, um, when Jesus calls us sheep, he does it for a reason because we're so easily led astray. Exactly. We're so easily guided. Um, and, um, and so when you have high profile pastors and ministers and uh, church people that are going rogue against God's word mm-hmm. and what it says and saying we need to un- unhitch ourselves from the Old Testament. Really? So where does that come in when Jesus says, I didn't come to abolish, abolish the, the law, law, but I, I came, came to fulfill, fulfill it. the law? Being, so if we're, if we're going to get past uh, the Old Testament, then there's things that, um, yeah. you want to, uh, it's just, it, 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 what he's doing, what he's doing is I think he's unhitching the Old Testament. We're talking about Andy Stanley, mm-hmm. uh, but what he's doing is I think he is, um, trying to un- uh, detach from uh the homosexual world, um the sexual things. I, I think Satan is so bent mm-hmm. on the sexual deviate deviation of our of our culture in our world. Yep. And he is he's done a very good job. I kudos to Satan on this one because it doesn't take much to to pull us aside. Right, right. And then when you've got rogue ministers doing this and you got people, even Christians now who literally have a hard time giving their bodies to god as a living sacrifice and praise and worship and glorifying him and then you got a mass following like some of these people have Mm -hmm. i don't know how these people get this following because i can't hardly get three people to they get the following by telling people what they want to hear i mean that's exactly
0: what what has happened so we're going to say it again be careful who you're listening to you know be careful who you're listening to because I completely agree with you. There's a reason Jesus calls us sheep because we can be led astray right. so easily. But you know, you're right. Our our number one goal, our focus, should be every day, every before our feet even hit the ground. How am I going to use today to glorify God? Psalm 99, 1 through 2. It is good to give thanks to the Lord to sing praises to the Most High. It is good to proclaim your unfailing love in the morning, your faithfulness
1: in the evening. You get that? What he just did there at the From end, sun up to sundown. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Head gets off the pillow, head goes on the pillow. It's all about God. Yep. And how, and how are you going to find out all about God? His word. Yep. And yep. so you're going to be, and then, um, Psalm 100 verse 5. The Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. His faithfulness continues to each generation. I think I think we need to realize that. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to realize what God has done and what God is going to continue to mm-hmm. do even long after we're dead and gone. Yeah. Uh, what God. What God. And I kind of so. talked about that a little bit at the
0: very beginning. I sang the song um, "Firm Foundation." He won't by Cody Carnes, and it in there it talks about He's you're faithful through through generations. By who? Cody
1: Carnes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know, Fair and Young. Yeah. Okay. Love you for so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just asking. Yeah. They didn't sing songs like that. Yeah, but they did sing some good they songs. They did sing good songs. But <laughs> How about yesterday I asked your dad, is that a Willie Nelson guitar? Yes. He went, no, Garth Brooks. I was
0: like, okay. <laughs> I told dad, I'm like, Willie Nelson never played a Takamine. Come on. <laughs> I, <know.
1: laughs> I had to throw that in. Exactly. Just the of it. exactly. Okay, anyway, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, no, and I think that that is um, something we have to remember that even in the tough times, God's still faithful. Right. You know, the world is going to do what it can to try to pull us away from God, to try to separate us from God, to try to make us angry Mm -hmm. at God. God's still faithful. Mm -hmm. You know, he never promised that things were going to be perfect. No. But he did promise that he would be there walking alongside us every step of the way.
1: I heard a quote the other day. I'm going to mess it up. I should have wrote it down. I thought it was so good. I was driving. Um, Wow, okay it's i it was to this degree let me give me a minute to think about this. He said um, life is not perfect, and it 'll never be, but there can be perfect moments in the day mm. and it, he we want to say something but i i I like that life is not perfect, and your day's not going to be perfect, yeah. but you can 't have a perfect moment during the day yeah and that 's a really good analogy because I thought about this because um I didn't have a good week last week, but there were times where the week was absolutely perfect. amazing and yeah. perfect. Yeah. And then there were times where I was like, "Oh, I just hate this week." Right. And um, so you you look at that and you're like, "That that was a very good quote. It's very mm-hmm. very believable because." what his his basic his tenet was um and i don't know who the speaker was because i was flipping on the dial and it was just on there and i don't know if it was a snippet or whatever but he was talking about how you know god is perfect and we don't have we are not perfect we're not going to live a perfect life and we're not expected to but you're expected to see a perfect god in moments of your day and if you're if you if you are so um if you're so much looking at your life from a negative standpoint, you'll never have a perfect moment with right. God, right? And God wants to have a moment with you, yep. And I, and I agree with that. He wants to have the, have, have these moments with us. So yeah. that reminds me too, real quick, of uh, "We the Kingdom" song,
0: and we talked about this a few months ago. But there's a line in their, one of their newer songs, and it says, "I may not know what the day will bring, but I know who brings the day." Did like, George Strait sing that? George
1: Strait sing okay, that, yeah. yeah. That's a good, yeah. I but like I love that.
0: that yeah, it's yeah. like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. It may be good. It
1: may be great. Yeah. It may be crummy. But I know who's bringing the day exactly exactly I ask a question how do we how do we measure our love for God um, by our uh, faithfulness and then and I went through a few things mm-hmm. is it because you show up to church once a week and you, and you sing is it because you preach or teach or is it because you shake hands or you sit down at the connections cafe and you talk to somebody and try to encourage them and, and give but your money you exactly I and but then I said here's how we can measure our faithfulness and, and I know this sounds simple but it's uh, love hanging on when the going gets tough yeah and and your earthly understanding seems to be fuzzy and distorted and you don't know what's going on, but you're going to continue to be faithful no matter what. Cause I think the Bible teaches and encourages us to be faithful in everything. I mean, it's everything service and giving and witnessing and prayer and mm-hmm. living our lives and mom, being a mom and a dad and, and all those things. And, and I really believe with, with all my heart that God's definition of love is, is absolute faithfulness. That that's how he does that to us. Um, you know, love is faithful. No matter how I feel. Right. Um, somebody after the, I said, I don't know what group, rock group that's saying, you know, love is more than a feeling. Somebody came out and went, Boston. I was like, okay. (laughs) But isn't that right though? Yeah. Love is more than a feeling. It's an action word. If you went off your love, um, for your job, Mm -hmm. um, the day, your spouse, your kids, well, if it was just a feeling, you, you right, you'd be taught Exactly, yeah. love is an action word. It's, it's, it's a decision. It's, it's, it's you being faithful. Right. And what you're going to do. Yeah. I love the proverb you read, Proverbs 3
0: 3. It says, love and faith, let love, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Right. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And you talked about, you mm-hmm. know, if you walk through a, a cemetery that has some older grave sites in it, you're going to come up on some old stones. And they're it's going to be chiseled out of them, the information from that person's life. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, write them on the tablet of your heart. It's like it's stone. It's solid. Chisel them in. It's, you know, make there. it permanent. It's permanent. The second um, thing you mentioned was the demonstration of faithfulness. You know, what does faithfulness look like? You know, how, right. how do we demonstrate faithfulness in our life? And this is where you talked about earlier. Well, guess what? Jesus. Jesus Christ. You know, we see it in Jesus, Matthew sixteen twenty one. It says, From then on, Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly. He was kind of preparing them for what was going to mm-hmm. take place. To tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem, and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed, but on the third day,
1: he would be raised from the dead. See, uh, Jesus knows what's going to happen. He knows what's going down. He knows. He knows what's about to come um, into his life, and so in Luke nine fifty one, it says, "When the time had come for him to be received up, he steadfastly uh, set his face to go to Jerusalem." Meaning, he knew exactly what his mission was, and so you have to realize that Jesus knows exactly what's going on. He knows what's happening. You all right over there? Yeah, he's looking it's at Snapchats. Something. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you're fine. He knows what's going to happen. He knows he's going to experience hate and betrayal and arrest and lies and you know torture and bleeding and pain and and I think uh, and I I can't remember the guy I I was reading, but it was one Bible scholar said um, that Jesus would have been beaten so badly he would have been unrecognizable. You wouldn't have been able to identify who what he looks like because we see him on the cross and he looks like you know you, you kind of know who he is. Right. But he said with the beating that he took. Not so sure you would, you would know who he was. So Jesus knows what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So, but here's the key that this is really amazing to me. You got to think about all that stuff with Jesus. He's dying in pain. He's hanging on the cross. All this stuff's going on. And in uh, Luke 23 verse 34, he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm always astounded by that. I don't know why. Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't have been like just that. Just that compassion. I wouldn't have been like that. Yeah,
0: And just that's just a testament of you that he was faithful, you know, to the end. Exactly. You know, it wasn't that he was faithful and he taught his disciples, but he was faithful to the completion completion of his mission. Hebrews 2.17 says it was necessary for him to be made in every respect like us, his brothers and sisters, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. Then he could offer a sacrifice that would take away the sins of the people. You know, I think it's important to, to remember that up to that point, um, you know, they they brought sacrifices. You know, a family would bring mm-hmm. a sacrifice once a year. Mm-hmm. And the high priest would, would take that mm-hmm. sacrifice and they would burn it on the altar and, mm-hmm. and it would atone for their sins. Mm-hmm. Well, atone means it would push them back. It mm-hmm. didn't, you know, free them from those sins. He would just push them back until the coming of the Messiah. Jesus's sacrifice completely mm-hmm. allows the forgiveness, the taking away of those sins.
1: Yeah, and I and, and you have to uh, you know you have to look at it that um, this this was the faithfulness and love of God. Jesus hanging on the cross, absolutely, and dying for our sins when when the blood covered Jesus Christ and the blood ran down the cross and dripped to the ground, that's, that's the symbol of what has happened to you and me. We would literally been covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. It, it, I know we've heard this so much in our lives, right, but i I really believe if we ever just sat down and we just concentrated on what that actually is, I mean I think this is where Satan really does a good job duping us. He dupes the Christmas story yep to make it just seem like you know uh blah 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 yeah, and the Easter story blah 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 we've heard it so much, yep. but man, really think about the Easter story think of think about how closely identified the birth of Jesus to uh, and the death and resurrection of Jesus is, yep. I, you could almost do those two together every single, mm-hmm. twice a year. Yep. And maybe we should. Right. Maybe we should. Because it's predicted, I mean, in, in the birth and the prediction of Jesus Christ, you have what's gonna take place. And something's right. like, hundreds of years before jesus christ was even born absolutely amazing Mm -hmm. what gives me chills to think about uh, about that and and so when you're thinking about an example of um think about an example of of faithfulness you know you have jesus christ and because of what jesus christ has done on the cross think about all the thousands of people that have been faithful to jesus think about Mm -hmm. the people we don't know Right. Who are faithful to Jesus Christ right now in other countries and in this country who, who are standing up for the word of God and they're faithful because of what Jesus Christ did and we don't even know who they are. Right. And so, um, I think I said yesterday that in every church that I've been in, um, there's been one or two or three people that really their faith has stuck out to me. It's been Mm -hmm. a big, big demonstration to me. Right. It's been a good example for me of Mm -hmm. what, what I need to do. And, um, yesterday I brought up Corky Crawford. Right. And, um, Corky passed away in October of 2022. And you knew Corky a lot better mm-hmm. than, than, yep. than I did. So, but he was a, he was a very faithful guy. He was, um, yeah. very, um, dedicated to God. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I love, I love those guys that are, what was, be the word is kind of unashamed. Yeah. Absolutely. And unashamed in his way. Right. And so, um, he wrote a, he wrote a short letter to, um, RCC. Yeah. So, and,
0: for those that don't know, Corky battled cancer. He did. his health was was not great for a while too. Right? Had had been battling it for a bit. Had gotten better. had gotten worse. Um, and, and I think that yeah, he, um, you know, he'd kind of taken a a
1: turn for the better, and then took a real you know
0: real bad turn for the worse.
1: Because uh, yeah, Corky and Judy had been coming to church mm-hmm. up until what last summer? Yeah. Would you say? Because yeah. they were they had been coming back to church and. I knew that he had to so he 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 was remained faithful to that to that whole thing. Exactly um, and gave God the honor, the glory for you know what he brought him through already at that point. He did, and uh, so it's good. That's a good example of that. But let me read. Let me read the read the letter. And I read this yesterday. So if you were here yesterday, you, you heard this. And he said, uh, "Good morning." Some of you know me as Basil, or Cork, or Corky. It doesn't matter because I'm going to answer to any of those. What's important is that God knows me, and I love that. Amen. Yep. And, and the thing about it is, is we're hearing these words, but he's actually with God right now, exactly. and so God really he knows God knows him, him yep. and sees him. He says, I want to take this opportunity to thank God most of all for the people of my church family. And may God continue to bless each of you. I want to thank you for all of your prayers. And he's talking about the prayers of Mm -hmm. him being sick. And then he said, and I love this part. If you have a chance to tell anyone about God and what he can do, don't be afraid to do so. That's awesome. And then he said, uh, he's there day and night with every breath that we have. And then he said, the grass withers and the flowers fade but the word of god endures forever mm-hmm. kind of like the faithfulness of god goes forever exactly and this is the this is a very and those of you who are close to corky you know what we're talking about mm-hmm. those of you who did not know him this is just one man in 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 a lot who are faithful to god yep. Yep. and who want people to know to know who god yep. is if so, you um, have the chance tell somebody about it tell somebody about yeah about god i love that so that brings us to growing in faithfulness in which i think is important. Yeah, I mean, there's one thing to talk about it. It's one thing to sing about mm-hmm. it. It's one thing to read about it. But now, what are we going to do? And now I gonna, put there's four ways. Number one, expect testing. Yeah, bummer, right? <laughs> well, but I, I think you know, as you you think about it,
0: the only way to to get better at something is you know kind of through testing. You know, we've talked about um you know. I've talked about forged in fire before, and mm-hmm. watching those blacksmiths, where you know that metal's tested, yeah. it's it's worked on, it's beat, and then you know by the end of it, it comes out exactly the way the blacksmith wants it to look. Um, you know, I love the the verse that you read, First Corinthians ten thirteen. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so
1: that you can endure. And that's so important because we're mm-hmm. all going to be tempted. We all are tempted. And you're going to be tempted, if not right now, you're going to be tempted later on this week yep. or later on today or whenever you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Could, and the temptations are going to come. But God is faithful.
0: Exactly. He's not going to be allow the temptation to be more than you can handle, it says.
1: And he's going to show us a way out. Every time when the temptation arises, and there's going to be many ways that you're going to find yourself being tempted, and it can be in all kinds of areas it can be marriage and church and family and mm-hmm. what, whatever you name it. It, it it it's going to be to be there, and every person's going to be tempted to um to to go through temptation but and I hate to go through temptation i'm going to be honest with you, I hate it right I hate it like sometimes I'm tempted on small things and I'm like, okay, I got this you know and or I'm going to go and buy this, but then there's some things where I'm really tempted I'm like, I think about it. Right, and that's the temptation. Right, is when you start thinking about it. Yep. And um, you know, I taught, I used again (laughs) about coming to church. You know, it's like, you know, how many tempted not to come to church? Sometimes, I mean, I'm tempted to same to do the same thing too. I sometimes I just don't want to come, but I got to be faithful to what God's called me um, to be, and I got to. Sometimes we have to just go against our feelings. Right? You got to go against you. You are sometimes your own worst enemy. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you're. Sometimes you're not the best cheerleader for you. Right.
0: And so what goes on in your mind – we're like a pig and wallering in the mud. It's like, wow, this feels
1: good. I'm gonna exactly. waller some more. Exactly. Yeah. And we we bring our messiness and our stinkiness and everything else into that. And uh, sometimes you need to listen to somebody else. So sometimes sometimes when you hear a message or you hear a scripture or somebody tells you something, or you you have a tendency to get mad at that person. Let me throw something else on you. Maybe it's God convicting you exactly. of an area that you need to be convicted of and you're fighting it, and you're sometimes when you get mad at me. Maybe God's convicting you to right. change where you're, to change your thinking. I mean, come on. It's yeah. like sometimes you read a scripture, you don't like it. You don't want to abide by it. God's trying to convict you exactly. on, on something. So you're being tempted not to, to do that. Right.
0: Yep. And so, you know, you, number, number one was expect testing. Uh, I love this. You said, remember it's not the temptation that makes you unfaithful. It's when you give in to the temptation that makes you unfaithful. How simple is that? Temptation's going to happen. Expect exactly. that testing. How are we going to grow through it? The second thing you said um, in growing in faithfulness is to develop spiritual habits. Matthew 25, 23 says, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. That was a parable that Jesus was mm-hmm. telling there. Um, but the, that's the truth is that as we develop spiritual ha- habits, um, we, you know, you, you kind of build that foundation. Yeah. A- and as you are faithful, you know, it's going to offer you more opportunities to be faithful, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not mm-hmm. something that one, you,
1: you never achieve it. You continually work on exactly. it. Exactly. Develop those habits. And this is where I talked about. <laughs> Your routine, your habits yes. in the morning, and this is where we got the. Book. I brushed my teeth this morning, just so you know. So did I. Thank goodness on right. that. But I, we talked about the habits, and you already went through the list of things that that we did. But I feel like that you know we can be develop spiritual habits um, that we do in our life. You know, study the Bible, talk with God, listen to God. And I don't know if I said this both services um, or what, but how important is it to listen to God? Yes. yes, I mean a lot of us are read, we're praying, and all that. But how many literally are listening to right. God? You know how hard it That's is. Tough. I'm not going to lie. That yeah, is tough. You're your own worst enemy when it comes mm-hmm. to listening to Cause God. I like, you know me,
0: I like to talk. I prayed last night before, uh, before the, all the kids went to bed and got done praying. And Kennedy goes, that was a long prayer. And I totally to get used
1: to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Mark Twain said habits should not be flung out the window, but coached down the steps one step at a time. Exactly. Meaning they're good, but. You know, yeah. use them to your advantage, and exactly, and, and and I think until you get into the habit of growing spiritually, you're stretching yourselves in your relationship to God. Um, I don't, I, 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 don't see how you're going to be totally faithful to God, right? You have to flex your spiritual muscles, and I mentioned I have a friend in, in Kentucky who's a bodybuilder, and and he talks about flexing and posing mm-hmm. and all that. Where that's that's really a huge development of your muscles come from that because you're training your muscles, you can lift, right. But the posing, like when you turn your arm around and you bend your arm down, there's a different twitch to to the muscles. So you, those are the muscles that, like, let's look at it on a bodybuilding um, aspect. Let's say that um, you know you come to church, it's like going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're, you're you're praying at church and you're singing to God. That's like lifting your weights. Um, but when you leave here, you have to eat, right? You've got to eat well, so you've got to continue mm-hmm. to read God's word. And then you got to continue to flex your muscles. That's your pose and that's your right. – and so if you put it in a bodybuilding – following through, yeah. yeah you, you you have to continue to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the thing about bodybuilders. They're intentional. Yep. With their diet, with what goes in their body, with how they – they're all intentional. So you have to be intentional when it comes yep, to this. Absolutely. Uh, the third thing is, is pray for the Holy Spirit's reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And um Romans 8, 11. This is one of my favorites. This is the most
0: awesome verse in the Bible. My favorite verse. You want me to read it? Yeah, go for it. It says, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. That same Spirit that was in the tomb, it says... Swept through the tomb, that same spirit lives in us. It says, and just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give
1: life to your mortal bodies by this same spirit living within you. One of the most powerful verses in all the Bible, just, I mean, think about this. It gives me chills to think about this. The spirit of God that was in the tomb of Jesus Christ that brought Jesus Christ back to life and put him on his feet is living in me and you yep. and anybody who's listening who has Jesus Christ in. Think about that. That is the spirit That's of the awesome. living God. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. How how we should never have a victim's mentality ever again. Right. We always leave We need to be victors in everything that we do. Exactly. And um, in fact, that's the name of our Easter series, Victorious, victorious. because that's exactly what we are. We're victorious. So yep. um, we have to we have to remember to let the Holy Spirit into our life. It's yes. intentional. Yep. On our part to do that. Yep. And number four, this and this is you know
0: just because you're kind of wrapping it up. I, yeah. I, my prayer is that people don't just kind of check out toward the end. It's like, "Okay, this because this is one of the most important things. Get back up when you fail." Truth is, we're going to fail. Mm-hmm. We will drop the ball. We will make the mistake. What are we going to do though? Mm-hmm. Are we going to lay down, you you talked about how, you know, in, in a wrestling match, you know, or a, you know, boxing or whatever, you know, it's like the the referee counts about 1. Right. Two, three—they just stay down. You know, they're right. not trying. There's no effort to get back up at right. that point. We have to make that effort to right. get back up. Second uh, 2 Timothy two thirteen says, "If we are not faithful, he will still be faithful because he must be true to who he is."
1: Exactly. And, you know, failure, um, is going to happen to all of us. And we have to get back up. We got to keep our eyes on God. And, um, you're going to fail at times in, in every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. And so Satan sweeps in and he tries to get you to stay down, feel guilty, feel shameful. And I'm not good enough. And, mm-hmm. and here's the thing. You're never going to be good enough. Exactly. Even if you're good enough, you're not good enough. For sure. And so it's all about God. So God's faithful to us. And so uh, if you've wavered in your faith, if you've done things that you shouldn't have done, if you've been unfaithful, even over the last hour or so, you need to remember this. It's Isaiah 43. 30, I love this verse too, mm-hmm. those whose hope is in the Lord, it will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles, they will run and not grow weary, and they will walk and not grow faint. Yep. It's all about going back to God every single time, and, and, and until we come to the conclusion that it's all about God, and glorifying God, and living for God, and being faithful to God, and God's faithfulness, and God's love, uh, we're, all, we're going to continue to struggle, um, be on the struggle bus all yep. the time. So. Exactly. So good day, we got next week coming was up, a two day. more weeks left. Yep. And, uh, um, hey, we ended our, uh, we ended our kingdom man, um, last Wednesday night. So, yep. uh, we're kind of freed up this week. And, um, yeah, they're the, the men's Bible studies taking a week off this
0: week and they're starting back up on March 1st, but that time is going back to. 7, 7 p.m. instead of 6 so take note of that but
1: overall through the entire thing we had about 22 guys that were involved in the kingdom man and had shown up at one time or another and yeah. um and we, consistent numbers throughout really had nev- never we a had a lot like, of times you kind of drop off but. yeah we didn't really drop off and um uh, great discussion great mm-hmm. um great uh, great just great time with the guys and um, so, uh, we'll be looking at some more things to do, uh, with that. Uh, the last couple of, uh, weeks we've been, uh, well, this, over the next few months, we're going to be highlighting various ministries, uh, throughout the RCC body. And, um, the last two weeks has been young at heart. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I was, I heard that we had six or seven people join. Oh, that's great. Uh, which was awesome. Yeah. And I love that. This coming two weeks, this Sunday and the following Sunday is going to be our grounds ministry, uh, not coffee. But it's going to be the grounds, <laughs> of buildings, the, of and grounds. Build. Yeah. It's just what you see outside. So they're going to have a display set up in the welcome center, and uh, Rich uh, is going to be out there. So if you, he's going to try to get you to help out and with all kinds of stuff, and he's got some really good ideas and plans. So if you, if that, if that is something you'd like to be involved in, make sure you're here Sunday and talk to uh, Rich, and he'll he'll get you set on on, on his way on your way. Um, we got Easter coming up. Yep, the can't East, believe it.
0: Easter egg hunt. So we've got Good Friday service. Yep, um, we'll have more information on that as we come up. We'll have obviously Easter Sunday. Um, hopefully, we've we've got a good crowd as we celebrate what God. Um, has done through not just Jesus' death mm-hmm, but his resurrection. Mm-hmm. And um, the Easter egg hunt is going to be the weekend before Easter, so um, Saturday, April the 1st is when that's going to be at 1 p.m. at the Richwood Park. Okay. Um, we will be collecting candy for goodie bags until March the 26th. So if you'd like to bring candy in, you can bring that in to the church um, when you come in, and uh, we'll be collecting that. If you would like to volunteer on Saturday, April the 1st, um, please contact Sue
1: Ellen Ackerman on that. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. Sounds like a lot of it, – it, it's, it's big. Uh, it's big. Yep. Um, we've um, – oh, let's see here. Um, is there a uh, Ladies Taco Tuesday on February 28th? That is at yeah. 6 p.m. Is it's at Me Jalapeno and Marion. So you can sign up at richwood.church forward slash women. And then we have another Ladies Bible Study through James. Starts on March the 1st. And uh, that's going to be in the fellowship hall from 930 to 11. So uh their child care is available. So you can sign up again at richwood.church forward slash women. And uh we're going to be having LifeWise Sunday coming up in a couple of, well, about a month. About a month. Uh March the uh, 19th at 9 and 1030. So we're going to uh, get you a chance to hear about LifeWise. And we'll wrap that up. It's great. A lot of kids coming to that. Yeah, and they've had awesome. more kids just continuing to come. It's yeah. been great. Christian's in it. And he loves it. Perfect. So. Good stuff. And then we have the all-church breakfast coming up. That's going to be Young at Heart is sponsoring that, and providing a buffet-style breakfast in the Fellowship Hall prior to the first and second service on March the 19th. And breakfast will be served from 8 to 8.45, and then again at 9.45. So be sure to come for that. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be good. I, I
0: mean, love it has breakfast. to be, right?
1: I love breakfast. Breakfast is like the best food in the world, right? There are times where it's like, hey, what are we having for dinner? Let's do breakfast. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So – um we wrap up um our series in a couple of weeks. Yep. And then the big guy comes in and preaches. Mm-hmm. That's you. That I guess.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm actually gonna be working on that this week. I'm I'm looking forward to that one. I gotta work on Easter. You know me. I was inspired by a song on that message. So. Oh I know. You know how I am. All my exes Listen, live in Texas yeah. How'd
1: you know I knew it Yeah right yeah. yeah, You're never inspired by country like I am I can right. hear Willie Nelson's song you like so, the, Crowder, the glory of the Lord You know Crowder
0: has a song Called All My Hope And it goes Oh my hope is in Jesus, but Allie, for the longest time, she was like, every time I hear that song, all I can hear is all my exes live
1: in Texas. That, <laughs> like that's how when he says all my hope, like all my, it sounds like all my exes live in Texas. That is funny. Oh my gosh! Now if you sing that, I'm that's what I'm going to think of.
0: All my exes live in Texas. <laughs> Who's was that? That was George Strait, wasn't it? I was not a big George Strait fan, but I do like that. He's song. He's got a couple good
1: songs. Yeah, I you like him better as he got older. Me. Do you wanna be my now here's friend? I hear something that's gonna make me. I I never uh, just say it. I don't like. I don't. I've never cared for Garth Brooks. What? Yeah, I just never liked his style. Never what? liked his songs. Thought he was forced. Thought thought what? It, he dude, was he, a performer though. He's a he's the a performer. Perform. And he, I think he was. Um, you know. He was in that change to where country music is not country music. Today, I would, so. I will give you that. I would agree. And I'm with that. old country. I mean, I, and everybody knows that. I'm I, old country. I'm like, I am like Merle Haggard and Lefty for Zone. I and, sent
0: you a snap the other day. I was, I was washing dishes and, uh, at my Alexa and I was listening to Waylon and Willie.
1: It doesn't get it much was good. better than Waylon and Willie. I mean, I mean, what,
0: washing dishes and Waylon and Willie. You Waylon, can't uh, beat Waylon's it. Waylon's
1: been gone about 20 years now. Can you believe that? Oh man, I, his voice good. though. I love it. I liked him on the Dukes of Hazard. Just a great, some good old But boy. great narrator. Yes. I mean, cause he would narrate like yes. scenes and oh, awesome. His voice was awesome. Yeah. Wish I had that voice. God should have loaned that to me after he left. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So uh, nothing else going on? No. That's about it. Yep. It looks like a, um, looks like a pretty good week, uh, warm wise. I mean, it looks like it's building steady and then we drop, we fall off the, It's going to get cold again toward the weekend. Ohio needs some help with the weather. It does. Poor Ohio. It's like Ohio's the one state where you can experience all four seasons in one day. Yeah, well, I I think it was Bill Lovings. I, I if he's listening, he'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. I said something about man, Ohio is moody. He's like, she doesn't call her mother nature for. for a <laughs> Bill's like, I didn't say that, yeah, <laughs> right? I don't know what you're talking about. That was Brandon.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't say that either, so. <laughs> Nope. So it's gonna be a good day. Gonna be a good week. Yeah. Excited thank you guys for
1: listening, and thank you for being with us and hanging in there. And again, if um like and share and move it along, and if you think somebody would enjoy this, is we we'd love to have them uh, listen. And um you know again, all nine of you, ten would be better. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we've bumped up to one, so. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, have a great week. We will catch you next week on Grounded.